Welcome to Heartspeak Podcast, episode 220, Healing Disappointment. Welcome to the Heartspeak Podcast, where valuable insights are shared that bypass the mind and resonate with the heart. Listen, open your heart, become inspired, find the joy and fulfillment that awaits when you follow your heart. And now, here's your host, Dr. Christine Page. Well, hello there, wherever you are in the world. It's so good to be back with you, and it's good to be back in my home after a short trip to the UK to see family and friends, which went beautifully. But it also brought up this subject matter that I'm going to be talking about, about how easy it is to be disappointed and what do we do with disappointment? Because I came to the conclusion that there's a lot of disappointed people around the world. doesn't make them negative. It's just that disappointment comes from expectations. And when our expectations are not met, we're left with feelings, we're hurt, we're betrayed, we're let down. And overall, it's a sense of something didn't happen in the way I thought it would. So I thought we'd look at that today as we move towards the shortest day, as we would call it in this Northern Hemisphere, the the longest day if you're in the Southern Hemisphere. But it is a solstice. It's It's a shifting energy happening on December the 21st. And you're very welcome to join me on a meditation seminar that we're going to be doing on December the 21st. You'll find the details on my website. But I feel that I love these interactive seminars which will start off about 10 a.m. in our mountain time. If you're not able to come, you can always register and you will receive the recording. But during that time, I'm going to talk about spreading our wings and flying into the next year or next few years, I think, that's going to be so important to us as so much is going to change in 2023, really setting the scene, I think, probably certainly for the next three years after that. So do think about joining me or registering, and then you can always see the recording. But other than that, you know, December 21st is a wonderful day, and it is a turning point for us all. And I thought before going, therefore, it's it's a time of saying, okay, what do I need to release in order to have this experience of spreading my wings or setting up lights in my home? Because this was the whole premise of, why we light up a Christmas tree, or I see lights being lit up. And of course, Hanukkah is is also here at this time. But the whole idea, if you're living in the Northern Hemisphere, is, you know, burn your candles, light the lights. And what we're doing is inviting the new light into our lives, bringing in more vision, more awareness, but also shining a light on those things that didn't work. Now, we tend to talk about that more coming up to the end of the year and New Year's resolutions, but this is a great time to start that process to say, okay, what isn't working for me and what needs to change for it to work? And that's why I thought, let's look at disappointment (laughs) because I'll tell you, why did I think of this subject? I went to the British Museum with a friend who, and I was very keen to go there because wherever I travel in the world, we're always talking about how the British stole everything. So did other colonizers. And we brought it into our museums. 
And I have been to some fabulous museums around the world. And I say fabulous because they weren't always always written or the, the write-up wasn't always in English, but the way in which it was displayed gave me enough evidence to know, say, I know what you're trying to tell me about this period of my history. I don't need to have a label. I maybe need a date. And then I can start to work back and say, okay, what was going on in this country during this time? And I think the way in which I've been to some fabulous museums where it's been displayed, you almost feel you're there. Maybe that's just my imagination. But I think a museum shouldn't just be about stale pieces that you've collected and stuck into a box and you write next to it, oh, this person found it in this time and this comes from there. And that was it in the British Museum. I was very disappointed. And I went to all my favorite places. Obviously, I've been to Egypt, I've been to Turkey, I've been to Mesopotamia, I've been to Japan, and I went to all these places to say, what have you got here that's going to enrich my experiences of going to museums in those countries? And I have to say, again, I was disappointed, and disappointed by the way it was displayed. There was a display of some carvings that had come from Palenque, come from Yucatan come from the Maya traditions, the Inca traditions, and they were just put into the, the staircase. In other words, people just moving up and down might notice these. And I thought, what an opportunity to teach about these places, to, to give me an, a rich experience of what it's like to hear howling monkeys and be in a rainforest and maybe rained on and be looking at these things. So I walked away disappointed, but realizing how lucky I've been to go to places both in live situations and also go into their museums where I've found that even tiny museums have done the very best they can to bring alive, to make this experience interactive. So that's my story of why I decided to talk about this, this particular subject of disappointment. I got over it. I got over it because I realized how lucky I was to see and, and how and how sometimes we build up those expectations, because I remember going to the British Museum, obviously in the past, many times, and I couldn't find some of the things that I was looking for, like the crystal skull that I know they have. So it felt like some of the things had been removed from our sight. So now I came back to disappointment, and I thought, you know, look at the meaning of the word. The word means dis appointment. In, in other words, the dis is not meeting an expectation, or we could say dis-ease is a is a uncomfortableness of ease. So it's the opposite. So ease, dis-ease is you're no longer in ease. Disappointed is you're no longer being taken along a pathway that you have appointed. Okay, so I started to look at the word appointment. So I make an appointment to not be disappointed. But that appointment is there is an expectation that that I have formulated a plan that says, this is what I expect to happen at this time. And when I'm disappointed, it doesn't happen. Or I'm disappointed by what I receive at that appointment, if I'm going to say it. And then I broke the word apart even more. And I said, okay, it means to have a point. What's the point? 
And I thought of the archer who is trying to hit the bullseye in the middle of the target and how intention plus frequency equals manifestation. So if we say the frequency is how strong is the archer and how, how much energy he puts into or she puts into firing that arrow, but the key to it is also what is your intention? And I'm often talking about this. It's all very well to say, I'm a healer or I'm doing this or, but what is, what is the intention that you are setting up? And you might say, well, that sounds like expectations. Well, I think on some level, it is an expectation. It's like, if I do this thing, if I fire this arrow, my expectation is that the arrow will hit the bullseye, hopefully. So I think we do live in a level of intention. And without intention, we're just floating around. I always say, if you fire the arrow without intention, you're going to hit a few people. Uh, you might even you know, find yourself just not knowing what you're doing. And this maybe I'm talking at this time because Sagittarius has a tendency, Sagittarian sun that we're in, um, to fire the arrow and then think about where they should have gone. No disrespect to Sagittarians, but it is a Sagittarian uh, time that we're living in at this moment. So what's the point I think is important. And I think in all our in all our assessments, sometimes we make an appointment or we we choose to do something, but we're not always sure what it is that we are going to get out of it or why are we doing this. Now, I feel that the more we attach our own emotional needs into this, the more likely we are going to be disappointed, I'm sorry to say. So you meet up with someone and you haven't actually told them that this is the point of the meeting and that these are your expectations of that meeting. We assume they might know. It might be even a colleague you're working with and you assumed you're on the same level or you're talking about the same, going in the same direction. And I thought of that word, assume. I think I've heard it be, as you me. In other words, you're an ass if you actually assume anything. <laughs> Not sure if I agree with that. But I think that so often we enter a situation, whether it's meeting with someone or going somewhere or even just living our life, we assume that everybody is on the same page. We're all heading in the same direction. We still, we've all got the same point of contact or point of direction. And I think it's that assumption that gets us into trouble because I think assumptions and expectations go along that same framework. So when two people marry or get together or you have children, you assume you're all wanting the same thing or you feel that that must be why we're doing this. And it's only later you go, they go, that wasn't what I wanted. I had no intention, I don't know, of having children or or living with your mother or whatever it was. And it's like, but I thought we agreed on this. Well, no, we didn't. We just assumed and you expected that that would be the way it would go. And I think that's what happens with relationships. They break down because we don't have a reality check. We don't come back in and say, are we still on the same page here? How do you feel about this? 
And sometimes we don't because we don't want the answer. Oh, I'm sure they'll go along with me. I'm sure it's all going to be fine. That's heading for disaster. That's heading for disappointment. And to hear the truth, again, Sagittarian sun at this moment in time wants to know the truth. Just tell me the truth. I can deal with being disappointed if you tell me the truth. It's actually worse to be strung along, isn't it? As, again, assuming they're on the page or they're saying, oh, we'll just string this person along. Because all those years on, when you say maybe, you know, I thought we were on the same page. Oh, we haven't been on the same page for the last 10 years. It's heartbreaking, isn't it? Realizing that actually I've been kidding myself. So this disappointment is a way of us feeling the wound, the hurt that goes along from having had expectations and assumptions and not checking in with each other. Now, of course, we can check in and someone says, yeah, I'm on the page. And then five years later, they say, oh, no, I've gone off that page now. It's not what I want. And what we're needing to be able to say is actually, did I know that to be true? I mean, could you share that information with me? And that would have been helpful to actually have that. Now, there is another thing that some of us might do is see the potential in someone or the potential in a business deal or the potential, I don't know, in, in, in our society. And so you kind of say, okay, it's not happening now, but that I'm actually focusing on the potential. And we know that, you know, sometimes we marry the potential rather than the person and then find out that they are never going to reach that potential. That's never there been their intention to marry, to meet that intention of ours or the potential of ours. And, and therefore there's that let down again. So for all of us, it's about doing a reality check. What is my intention? What is my focus? Where am I not being honest about what is true here? I assume we're all on the same page, etc. I won't go over that. But that reality check is what needs to happen. And during COVID, I assumed the health societies, whoever, would all want us to get better. But I've now realized that was my assumption, my expectation as a doctor, as a healer, saying, well, of course, everybody is doing everything for the good of mankind or the good of the health of their society or culture. And then I've come to find out that they don't. It's more about being about money. It's more about keeping your job. So I, over this period of time, I think a lot of people's expectations have been shattered. They have been disappointed. Because if I look around the world, I'm not hearing many leaders, whatever their leadership is in, saying, I'm doing this for the good of you in a, in a positive way. It's often like, I'm doing this for the good of you to keep you safe. And therefore, you have to. It's, it's very defense mechanism. Have a vaccine, keep indoors. I'm keeping you safe when actually... I don't want to be living a life which is all about fear because that's what it is. You know, I keep saying, you can't do this on your own. Again, telling me I'm powerless to actually have a healthy immune system, one could say. What can I do to build up my immune system? 
Go outside, be in fresh air, have fun, laugh, have a purpose. All of these are, but how, how often did we hear any of that? Lock you down, stay inside, don't meet people, don't laugh, don't sing. So everything that we believed were things that would inspire us and lead us all forward in the same way actually didn't come to pass. And my sense was that I heard, again, when you enter another person's country, including my own, my birth country, the messages that were coming out across the tannoy were atrocious. But we become so immune to them because they are existing all the time. All I was hearing is either you should be feeling lucky because what you've got, because of all these poor people that haven't got it, so give us some money. Or don't do this, don't do that, don't do that. I was either being shamed or blamed. Or watch out, there's people around who are going to hurt you. All of that might be true, <laughs> but it didn't give me a sense that I was being empowered and strengthened and, and really being able to share my compassion. I was being shown that I was a, a lesser being for having too much and that I should be ashamed of that and give to others, etc. So when we come down to what's going on at this present time, I'm noticing a lot of people are feeling disappointed. They followed a leader, they followed a way, they followed a belief. And now all of that's crashing. I thought this is how it was going to be. I thought this was the point. And what I'm watching is that when we get disappointed, we tend to go into a grief process. And you've heard me talk about this before. We initially are numb. So you ask someone, wow, that must have felt really difficult when that didn't happen. Oh, it, it's okay. So it's either numb and denial. Or we go into the blame and anger, which is part of the great grief show, uh, situation. Or we go into a bargaining. I mean, the next step is bargaining. So we can, if I'm disappointed, it can be, oh, Christine, you, you should have gone there yesterday and you wouldn't have been disappointed. Or you had too many high expectations. That's a bad thing to have. So I either blame myself or I blame others. So that's what we do when we're in a grief process. And then we go into this bargaining stage. And I hear that a lot. Well, let's talk about this. Let me, let, let's talk about why this is happening. As if by talking, you can somehow understand where the person's coming from, which is great, but also somehow persuade yourself that they're not as you imagine them to be. And I know many of you who are listening have had intuitive ideas or hits long before the disappointment. And in some ways, when they do disappoint you, you say, I'm not surprised. But we keep going back and back into that same situation to just kind of prove that our intuition was right first time. Now, is it the fact we're not blaming someone else? As I said, this is more about, I'm so sorry, I was on a different track. I was expecting something that was very different from what you were expecting. Or I was expecting something and I wasn't seeing clearly. That's what we need to say. It isn't saying, you know, that you're a bad person, I'm a good person, or that um, I need to go on about why we're not able to meet up or to have that point of contact. We need to just say we're different people. 
different frequencies. And what we don't need to be doing is trying to create a story. We're just saying, clearly we have different focuses. Clearly we have different points of view. If you're living or working with someone, you might have to say, well, let's focus on what we do agree with. But I'm not going to try and persuade you to come over to my sense of awareness or vice versa. So I would say that bargaining stage where we've beaten up on ourselves or beaten up on them, we try to make good. Well, let's talk about it. It's often just a, a kind of a way of almost denying the problem or not feeling the problem. Like saying, actually, it hurts. I don't need to be around this person. Or I need to find a different way of communicating with them. And then we can get depressed. So we can get depressed of saying, wow, I'm, I, I feel out of control of this situation. It's not as I thought it was going to be. And then we move on. And so when we are disappointed, we do go through this grief process. This is what I'm saying. And sometimes it traumatizes us. You know, literally, we say, oh, my goodness, I'm so hurt by that. I can't, I can't go on. This isn't a place to stay. There are obviously many ways of moving on through hurt. Because in the end of the day, the question has to be, so what did you expect? Not in a, well, what did you expect? But more like, what is it that your agenda was? Where were you pointing your arrow that didn't come true? Now, do you need to decide to continue your path? same agenda, but actually seeing people in a different light? Or is this time to refine your focus? What is your focus? What is your agenda? Do you need to tell people about it? So there are many ways of healing our disappointment. And I don't believe it's just about, oh, it didn't matter. That's just skimming over the surface. We do need to feel what's happening, how we feel, how we feel let down but not to blame others, to say, where did I miss the mark? Where did I miss the point? Where did I not see what was going on? Why didn't I listen to my intuition, perhaps? Or maybe believe that the potential was going to realize itself at some point? Or perhaps I need to change my agenda. Or I need to let go of what I want out of this situation and just move through it. In other words, okay, it is what it is. I'm, this is something I want to move through, but I don't have any expectations that it's going to be as rich as I thought it was going to be. Eventually, we make peace. So this is not about not having an agenda or not having the intention. Just to clarify, it's about checking in. It's about being realistic. It's about being communicative communicate what you need, and it's willing to set aside an agenda that may not be working and say, I'd rather give everything up rather than trying to make it work and saying, well, what do we both want? And having that ability to make free and easy choices, making choices every day, Every day, this is what I choose for my body. This is what I choose for my relationships. Choices we made 20, 30, 40 years ago do not stand. They need to be made every day and communicated to those we love and those who love us. And those business people we're working with, this is the choice I'm making today. This is the empowerment 
that we bring to our lives. So I choose to see you next week. Have a lovely solstice. And I send many blessings to you at this time. We're moving forward beautifully. It just needs us to make those perfect choices in the moment. Until next time now. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the HeartSpeak Podcast with Dr. Christine Page. Please check out all HeartSpeak episodes in the podcast archive section on www.christinepage.com. HeartSpeak is also available on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, and now playing on Amazon Music and iHeartRadio. You can also watch the archive podcast on Christine's channel on YouTube and now on Rumble. Connect with Christine on Instagram, LinkedIn, and Facebook, including her newest Facebook group, The Great Mother Calling. Do share with family, friends, colleagues. Join us next time for another edition of Heart Speak.